Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the super fans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. Hey gang, welcome back to another super fan episode. This week, we are talking to super fan Amanda. We were supposed to be talking to Amanda and her grandma, Linda, who is a huge Below Deck Sailing Yacht fan. Unfortunately, she's not feeling well but we are definitely going to make sure that we have her back before the end of the season so she can give her thoughts as well. And in the meantime, we hope you feel better, Linda. But welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Hi, Amanda. Hi. When you and I first started talking, Amanda, it was definitely you were pumped because this is like a ritual for you and your grandma to watch together, right? Oh yeah, we watch every Monday night. We watch on demand. Initially, I was the fan. Uh huh. And she was bored, and she's like, "I want to watch something interesting." Uh huh. So I'm like, "Try a below deck." First couple episodes, uh, and then she got hooked. Right. Did you start when the series originated, or was it like a lockdown thing? Uh, no, it was before lockdown. I know. I I'd always seen the show like on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And I just thought would be interesting, but I, I just always kind of passed on it. Right. I can't, don't remember when I started. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah. You know, to see all it's these different. Yeah. <laughs> it's very unique. And then I started like, oh, there's a Mediterranean one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we started, I started watching all those. And then grandma came in on one of the Mediterranean seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, oh, there's other captains. And there's other boats, other, you know, other crew. And then finally we started the sailing yacht and we started that one on season two. Right. Good for you. It was a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was a smart move. She would have jumped ship (laughs) before you even got three episodes in. (laughs) That one was so hard to watch. Oh, brutal, brutal, (laughs) but such a great sophomore season though. I mean, they really have taken the ball and run with it now. It's my favorite franchise now. And I never thought that I would say anything was my favorite over OG. Yeah. Because I'm such a loyalist to the originals of things. It's not that I'm not a fan of the spinoffs, but they never seem to have the original magic. It seems more forced, but there's just something very authentic about sailing out that draws me in. I wholeheartedly agree. 
because it's so different especially I mean like just to watch the ship when it heals mm-hmm. last night was crazy <laughs> wasn't it oh my gosh I was even having a little bit of PTSD watching that because I have in fact worked on a couple of sail yachts it's been a while but I didn't know that oh yeah I did early on in my career there's a reason why I stopped doing it <laughs> do tell do tell <laughs> that's what we're here for I'll tell you what it was a crew that I didn't get along with right off the bat. And I had just jumped on board a charter and I was considering staying on permanently. And after the first handful of days, I went to the captain and I was like, look, this just isn't going to work out. It was me and like five South Africans. Mm -hmm. Their crew mess was also the galley and they would sit in the galley basically because that's where they would hang out. And they would just speak Afrikaans in front of me the entire time. And it was maddening and it was rude. And I just realized that I didn't want to be there. So I went to the captain and I said, Hey, thanks very much for the opportunity, but I'm going to do something different after this. And he was like, yep. Okay. makes sense. Cause yeah. he understood there's a lot of cultural differences, but at the end of the day, it was just not comfortable for me to be surrounded by people who refuse to speak English in front of me. So, yeah. Yeah. What was it like looking on the sailing yacht? They have some really interesting mechanisms on sail yachts that they do not have on regular yachts. So one of the things that they have is that the oven itself is actually on a moving swivel so that when it does heal like that, the oven actually stays level. That's cool. A lot of them do, not all, but a lot of them do have that. And especially at that level, they most likely would have something like that where you can just take a pin out and the oven will actually swivel with it. And they also have little guardrails that go around the outside of the cooktop. So that way, if you are underway and you start to do that, to heal like that, all the pots will stay in place. There's like a little bitty, it's like bumper bowling. It's like that, but with pots and hot stuff. So yeah, <laughs> it's different. They have come up with some pretty ingenious ways to be able to accomplish what they need to and still be able to do sailing. So oh, cool. So back to last night's episode. First off, though, I want to get your impressions of the newbies, Amanda. Who are you vibing with? Who are you not vibing with? I like Gabby. Mm-hmm. Especially, I love how she handled McCordia. Wasn't that great? Because he was, I, I would have loved his reactions when he watched it back. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> See what he thought of himself. Right. We talked about this earlier in the recap. I was really happy that he at least had some self-awareness and went up to her the next morning and said, was I too far over the line? Like he knew he screwed up. And that made me like him a little better because last week I was ready to toss him overboard. <laughs> yes. Agreed. It always makes me wonder, like when the charter guests, when they see the episode, mm-hmm. do they look at themselves and be like, wow. Some of them have that level of awareness and some of them just do not. We've talked to a few and the ones that we've talked to do, but we don't reach out to the ones that we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of fudges that in our favor. <laughs> True. <laughs> but other than Gabby, I kind of like Kelsey. Mm-hmm. because she seems like a hardworking and just like a nerd and I'm a nerd like I love nerds yeah the scene of her in the night vision giggling in her sleep <laughs> was like the cutest thing ever 
I'm like, who laughs in their sleep like that? But I really like her. Yeah. And thinking she was locked in the last when all she that had to do was funny. push. That is such a me thing forever on my refrigerator. I had the far side cartoon of the school for the gifted where yes. it said pull and the kid was pushing on it. It's my favorite. So the, she reminded me of that. How about the ones who've returned? Who are you most excited to see come back? I really like Colin. Mm-hmm. Now, Gary, I think he's good TV. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because when you think of an archetype of a sailor, I think of Gary. That's a good point. I could totally see him swinging from the ropes, doing all that. Right. And Daisy, I, I think she's fun to watch. She's good at her job. Mm-hmm. A little snippy sometimes, but yeah. You have to be in that job, though. You have to have an attitude sometimes. It's just the only way to get stuff accomplished. <laughs> That's a good point. You are working with some dillies, so. Yeah. And Marco. Oh, I love the new chef. Isn't he amazing? I can't. The food alone, and we talked about this last week, I would never eat things like that because I have such a toddler palate, but he makes it look so good, I would totally eat it. I mean, he's just good natured. He's warm. He's funny. He's really passionate about what he's putting out. And just the stuff that he can pull out is just mind boggling to me. I was talking to Jason Barrett while I was tweeting with him last night and he had mentioned something about Marcos. And I said, I'm already in love. And he's already got me saying Ben who, because Ben's always been my favorite. I know a lot of people like Rachel, but I've always been endeared to Ben, but Marcos has taken my top spot for right now. Unless something major goes wrong. Yeah. He's great. I want to go down to his food truck in LA. That's not too far oh, yeah. from there. Because a lot of the food that the chefs make, we're kind of like, that looks really fancy. Mm-hmm. And I'm one, I like Chick-fil-A. I'm like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pizza. I'm good. You're so me. You've got that same toddler palate. I'm not saying I wouldn't eat a filet mignon if it was put in front of me, but right. if I'm going to have to make it, it's <laughs> going to be chicken tenders. <laughs> so. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you know what it is that you like, that's what's important. So. Yeah. yeah. You would hate to cook for me though. Cause you'd want to pull out all the stops and I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I think there lies the inherent difference. Of course, I would want to impress you, but at the same time, if I know that what I typically do is not going to make you happy, then whatever it is that you put on your preference sheet is what I'm going to do. So I think that there's a bit of a misnomer there in the fact that I would want to go to extremes with you knowing what you do like to eat. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. So is. I would not necessarily be terribly frustrated because I can make some mean chicken nuggets. I'll tell Yay. you what. <laughs> <laughs> and burritos. You got to make me a burrito. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's my husband's favorite food group. I'm well-practiced at the art of the burrito. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. Last night, what was your overall impression of what they had Tom do at the hip hop party? Were you cool with that? Were you not cool with that? It made me crack up. <laughs> so part of my background, I'm a paralegal employment law background. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, no. Yeah. But I mean, he voluntarily went for it. Right. No, he wasn't coerced. I thought it was funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> it went a little far for me with the icing part. Yeah. And the boxer briefs. I don't want people in their underwear around my food. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like oogie. I'm a germaphobe. So it's like, <laughs> that was too close to your package. I don't want to eat the cake now. And I love cake. But the guests seemed to really appreciate the effort. And overall, I liked them as a group. Were you fans of them? Yeah, I think they were fun. The first episode when those ladies fell. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is so me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I could never charter one of these yachts mm-hmm. because it's all stairs. And then adding the drinking. Yeah. <laughs> you would just have to feel me falling and falling and falling. <laughs> That's so funny. And we were talking about that last week too, because Adrian was saying that like they were falling all over. I was like, that would be totally me. <laughs> I can <laughs> I can barely walk down my hallway without running into a wall. I'm just not coordinated. That was gonna be my next question though, is a sailing yacht adventure something you'd ever see yourself doing? I actually want to. If I win the lottery, yeah. I can see myself chartering parts of the book. Yeah. I'm not a boat person. I have a huge Titanic phobia, but I've always wanted to sail. And I don't know why that is. I don't know. Maybe in a past life or something, I was on a sailing ship. Was a Viking? I Yeah. Well, that's true. My ancestors are Vikings. So it could be. <laughs> the blood. Yeah. It's in my blood to sail, I think. But yeah, there are some parts of it that seem like I totally could never do that. When they showed in the previews when they were healing and the porthole was underwater, I don't know that I could do that. (laughs) That would freak me the heck out. But overall, of all three of the franchises, I think that that would be the one that I would be most drawn to. But aside from the sailing, just I love Captain Glenn. I just think he's fantastic. Yeah, I think he would be fun to have a conversation with. Yeah. And doesn't your grandma love him? She loves him. We both love him because he just seems like he could be your friend. Mm-hmm. And he's not the crusty sea captain. Right. He really doesn't take many things too seriously, I don't think. No. The first episode was the first time we actually saw him be authoritative. Right. And even then he wasn't really mean. He was just matter of fact. No, you can't have another beer. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And right. I don't blame him after he either. <laughs> Well, and I think it's interesting because Lee was the first example that anybody saw of what a super yacht captain was like. Everybody kind of had the impression at the beginning that that's what it was all about and how it was to be done. And I think it's been interesting to see a little bit of a transition because people have come to understand that Sandy has a different management style and Glenn has a different management style. And now we're going to be encountering two new captains who have different management styles. And I'm grateful that people have the opportunity to see that now because it's not all salty sea captain all the time. And Glenn is a perfect example of that. I would absolutely love, not even on camera, to work with Glenn because he just seems like such a positive dude and somebody who's really relatable. Mm -hmm. He's very interactive, very involved with everything but not to a micromanaging level and that is really refreshing to see because I feel like he has confidence in the people that he has on board and he lets them run their own departments until he feels like he needs to step in or help out or whatever it is but he doesn't have any of the other qualities I would say carry a negative connotation and most of the rest 
that we have seen before. So I would love to work with Glenn. And if you guys chartered the boat, I would happily do your charter for you. Who does she saying? think she's talking to, Amanda? Has <laughs> <laughs> she met us? <laughs> you gotta start playing the lottery. Come on. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. Well, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're manifesting it. So we'll do a vision board. That would be fun. It would. Although I wouldn't mind coming on as a guest and having some of Marco's food. So yeah. There's that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We should bring him. Yes. What did you think about his refugee story? That was sad. Yeah. That was very sad, but I like that he's very real. Yeah. And that came through for me too, the authenticity there. And the fact that he's been through that much and is still so warm in a positive energy. Yeah. When you have that much going on in your history, it just amazes me. And Adrian and I were both saying that it just made us love him more. Yeah, he didn't let it stop him from becoming a success. Exactly. And that's something I think everyone can really take a lesson from. Right. That we think about here in America, we think about our lives being so rough or stressed and Mm -hmm. things like that. When look what he went through. Right. Yeah. I don't have a brutal dictator trying to kill me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're winning there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It made me wonder if it was Chavez. When he said it was that's what I thought. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he hasn't been home in 20 years. I started trying to do math on that last night too. If he hasn't been home in 20 years, Mm -hmm. and that was the reason why he left 20 years ago, how old does that make him? And who would that have been? I'm not sure. I'll have to research that more and maybe we can deeper dive into it next time. But when you saw the previews that Erica Rose was coming back, knowing that you've seen last season, what was your initial thought? I sighed. <laughs> <laughs> yup, me too. I groaned. <laughs> okay. I couldn't actually remember which one she was. Jen had to remind me because I remembered her face and the fact that she had a difficult time showing expression, <laughs> but I couldn't remember why I remembered her face. So Jen had to remind me that it was her. I just remember her friend, Titties for Trump. Yeah. Oh, it was that group. Okay. Oh, you were right. Cause you said, was it the group with the girls? And I really tried to have a mental block on her because I'm such a reality TV hoe that I've seen her on other things. And knowing that she's been on other things makes me like her less because it feels (laughs) like she's just chasing the fame at this point and getting on wherever she can. And so I really tried to block her out (laughs) it'll be good tv because it'll be dramatic yeah the guy complaining about the food though and saying that he had better food at a ballpark i wanted to throat punch him through the screen (laughs) i don't even know him yet yeah like don't you dare say anything negative about marcos don't you dare if you look at the quality from like last season with natasha Mm -hmm. to marcos one thing i liked last night too Mm-hmm. was the guest because they kept saying well, we're still hungry we're still hungry right he's like, okay i get it now i'm gonna start putting more food on the plate mm-hmm. and i love how he pointed out that a five course meal is usually smaller portions so they can get through the whole meal and he's just like yeah. no i'm not doing that i'm doing whole platefuls so they will not be hungry at the end smart i can't see how that guy even gets there other than that he's just kind of a rich 
pretentious persons. Yeah, and those guests usually don't go over well with me. I was talking to Adrian before, and I think what draws me into Sailing Yacht most is that it's more laid back and casual. It's not the uptight Richies. It's people who are more looking for a fun, cool experience. Yeah. Not showing off that- The poor people eat chicken. Right. Yeah, exactly. I must be really poor because I eat a ton of chicken. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I feel attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think also sailing is the kind of activity that really attracts people that are there for part of the sport of it. And there's really Mm -hmm. no sporting in yachting. Right. Does that make sense? Like there's no activity associated with it other than eating and sleeping and going to the beach. Right. On a sail yacht, the inherent experience is different because of what it offers to you. Right. And I think that that's why that show specifically draws a different kind of, usually a different kind of element than the regular yachting shows do, you know, an OG or, or med. So they're more adventurous, less pretentious, which I like very much. Well, and I'm hoping we see more of the adventurous type when we see the new adventure series come out too. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Are you and your grandma planning on adding the new franchises to your watch list? Oh, definitely. And that new captain for down under. Oh my heck. Yeah. Jason, I think is his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Your grandma might be going, Glenn, who? (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to see. But before we go, did you have any questions that you wanted to ask Adrian about the show or filming or anything? What was your favorite part? When it was over. (laughs) I know that's not a very exciting answer, but it's the truth. The entire filming process for me was kind of a nightmare and I was glad when it was over. My favorite part of it has been everything that has happened after that. I have made amazing friends. I've made amazing connections, networking through the yachting industry. It's been a real joy to be able to be a part of something like that that happened so long ago and still be able to interact with people about it and that's part of the reason why I'm really glad I get to do this podcast and get to talk to people like you because it reminds me why I did it in the first place despite all of the heartache that I went through in the beginning to get to this point I'm grateful I'm really grateful and I'm grateful for people like you and Linda that enjoy the show even well after I have been done with it because it was such a crazy project to begin with and nobody really ever thought we were going to get anywhere with it. Like if I could tell you some of the conversations that I had with people in Fort Lauderdale before we actually started filming and then shortly thereafter where they were just, they were annoyed. They were scared of what it was going to do to the yachting industry. They were mad at me for participating in the first place for even giving it air. And I think that now we've come to the place with the yachting industry where people are a lot less offended by it, which is a good thing. It just took a while. Well, I feel like I connected with you because my first, when I worked, I was a claims manager at a bail bond company Mm. and the women that I had to work with were a lot like the two girls that you had to deal with. (laughs) You had an office of salmon cats. Poor and you. it was and annoying. You. I wanted to throttle them. <laughs> Bless you, my child. Yeah. Cheers to your survival of that nonsense. <laughs> right? <laughs> Very cool. 
before we go, Adrian is on Cameo for those of you who didn't know. And Adrian, do you want to share what you're doing right now? Yep. Because of everything that's going on in Ukraine right now, I have partnered with Cameo and they have launched a special right now for Choose Love that is a nonprofit that's sending money and supplies over to Ukraine. So between now and the middle of March, all of the proceeds from all the cameos that I do are being donated directly to that cause. And that's being sent to refugees and survivors in Ukraine. So please, if you're able to help out, I'm happy to help out as well. Hit me up on Cameo. I'll send you guys a personalized message. And then again, all of those proceeds are going directly to Ukraine. So you're amazing. Thank you for doing that. And thank you again, Amanda. We are definitely going to have you back when your grandma Linda can join us. And we do hope she gets to feeling better soon. I really want to hear her take yes. on Glenn. I want to hear the joy in her voice. I want to hear the sparkle when she speaks about him, because that's how I have her pictured in my mind. <laughs> hundred percent. She's going to listen to this and be like, who is this girl? She doesn't even know me. <laughs> She's okay with being everyone. Like my, my little uncle, all of his friends, they're like, mom, mom. Yeah. Mom. You know, she's everyone's grandma. Yeah. That's wonderful. I love that. <laughs> Thank you again for doing this. We appreciate it and yes, look forward to talking to you again towards the end of the season. Awesome. And thank you all for listening. We will catch you next Wednesday for the recap episode for episode three. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you can on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a lot. And we will catch you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me, hearties. <laughs> <laughs>